live in Tel Aviv, Israel, on the heels of this war entering a new chapter, a new disturbing warning from the Pentagon. Intelligence shows Iranian-backed militias are ready to ramp up attacks against U.S. forces in the Middle East. I want to go now to CNN's Oren Lieberman at the Pentagon. Oren, this comes as two attack drones targeting a U.S. forces base in Syria were shot down today. What does this new intelligence tell us? Jake, the U.S. Uh, has intelligence that Iranian-backed militias in the Middle East, that would be Shiite groups in Iraq and Syria, are preparing for the possibility of escalating and ramping up the attacks they have carried out, according to multiple U.S. officials. And these, this would be as Iran looks to take advantage of the situation and the conflict in, uh, in Gaza between Israel and Hamas, also taking advantage of the anti-Israel and anti-U.S. sentiment growing across the region. Now, Iran backs these groups, funds these groups, and arms these groups. The question now, how direct is this support? Officials say it's not that Iran is necessarily saying go carry out these attacks, but according to the officials, it appears that Iran is encouraging them and doing nothing to stop them. A far more direct link than U.S. officials believe Iran had with the initial October 7th terror attack carried about by Hamas. In that case, U.S. officials said Iran was surprised by the attack. Here, there is no surprise. There is a much clearer link that the U.S. is seeing, and it comes, as you pointed out, with a number of attacks that have taken place against U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria on the U.S. positions there. It also comes as uh, just several days ago, we saw the USS Kearney, a destroyer in the, Middle, uh, in the Red Sea there, intercepting a number of drones and missiles that the U.S. says was, were intended for Israel. That also part of Iranian-backed groups trying to take advantage of the situation and attack U.S. forces, and in that case, the forces of Israel across the region. Here is John Kirby, spokesman for the National Security Council, about the links they're seeing here and the growing threat. Now, we know these groups are supported by the IRGC and the regime. We know Iran continues to support Hamas and Hezbollah. And we know that Iran is closely monitoring these events, and in some cases actively facilitating these attacks and spurring on others who may want to exploit the conflict for their own good or for that of Iran. We know Iran's goal is to maintain some level of deniability here, but we're not going to allow them to do that. In the current situation, the U.S. sees a significant threat across the Middle East, also noting that that threat includes the possibility of attacks on U.S. Uh, forces, according to a senior military official speaking with reporters just a short time ago. So this is something the U.S. is watching very closely. In addition to all the steps it's taken to beef up force protection, including the uh, addition of a Patriot battery and battalion to the region, as well as a THAAD air defense battery. So the U.S. taking these th threats very seriously. What is the Biden administration prepared to do to combat this? Well, without speaking to a specific intelligence, this is something we've been watching very, very closely. In fact, uh, today we were uh, very clear uh, publicly that uh, we know Iran's back in these groups. Uh, we know that they're giving them the means, the resources, the training, uh, uh, the encouragement, uh, and direct contacts with the IRGC, the Quds Forces at World, the Revolutionary Guard, uh, to conduct these attacks on our troops. We will do what we have to do to protect our forces and our facilities in the region. That will continue. Uh, and we've sent a strong signal to Iran through the additional military capabilities that, uh, that we're putting in the region that we have national security interests writ large across that region, and we're going to protect and defend them as well. So is a U.S. war against Iran possible? I think what we want to see more than anything, Wolf, is no widening of this conflict, no deepening of it. And we continue to send a strong message uh, to actors in the region, including Iran, 
that if you're thinking about jumping in here, you're thinking about deepening and widening and escalating, uh, don't do it. We, we will take our national security interests very, very seriously in the region, uh, and we've added to the military capabilities uh, to make sure that we can do that. I want to play something that President Biden said earlier today about the war that's ongoing between Israel and Hamas. And, and I want to play it for you and for our viewers. Listen to this. Why did you? We should, get, we should have a ceasefire. It's not a ceasefire. We should have those hostages released, and then we can talk. What did the president mean by saying, uh, and then we can talk? Is a ceasefire, John, on the table if Hamas releases all of the hostages? I thought the message was pretty clear to Hamas. Release all the hostages. That needs to be, that needs to be the first move here. They got to release all the hostages. Uh, we're not talking about a ceasefire right now. In fact, we don't believe that this is the time for a ceasefire. Uh, Israel has a right to defend themselves. They still have work to do to, to go after Hamas leadership. We're going to keep supporting them. We're giving them more security assistance. Uh, your previous guest talked about sort of their operational picture. I'll let them speak for that. Uh, but our focus is on making sure that they have what they need to carry on this fight. John Kirby at the White House, thank you very much for that update.